Be salt. I love going to the movies. Although, I say that, I, I go to like one or two movies a year in the theater. <laughs> Schedule-wise, but also because I just, I've been at too many bad movies where I regretted it later, and so I'm very selective. And also because I know that when I see a movie, then those images and ideas just continue to impact me even afterwards. And so I want to be very cautious and aware of kind of what, what I'm taking in. So I love the experience. I love previews. Which it makes me want to see every movie. But I also love the salt. Do you remember before COVID when you went to Harkins and they had those different containers of the flavored salts? And then I showed up in COVID. I was like, hey, guys, where's the salt? Come on. And they said, well, you can buy it now. I was like, all right. Uh, you have me. Okay, so I went and bought some salt. I love the kettle corn or the caramel. Um, but but if, I, if, you, if I were to eat the other flavors, no offense to them, but it just changes the whole mood of the bag, right? Salt. So Jesus says to his followers today, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You ever hear of salt losing its taste? I was like, I, I had to look that up. I'm like, is that a thing? And they say it's a thing when the sodium and the chloride like disintegrate, when they get separated. But as long as sodium chloride is together, because that's what salt is, right? That as long as it's together, it's salt and it has its flavor. And so as long as it is what it is, it's salty. But if, if it disintegrates in some way, that's the only time that it would actually lose its flavor, lose its saltiness. And so wherever it goes as salt, it, it changes the flavor or the mood of whatever food or whatever we put it on. You and I are of human nature. And so intrinsic to you and I, in a similar way, parallel way, wherever we go, we impact the flavor or the mood. Does that make sense? So salt, wherever it goes, impacts its environment. You and I, in a similar way, wherever we go, simply by being who we are, impact the environment in which we are. Somebody was telling me about their friend they have, and whenever they ask him, we'll, we'll just call him Joe, they go, Joe, how you doing? He's always really negative. I'm like, well, my car broke down, I got a final tomorrow, whatever. And so these people, and in sort of a clever but sarcastic way, they change. Now they don't say, hey, how are you doing, Joe? They say, what's wrong, Joe? <laughs> and he doesn't notice. He just starts talking about what's wrong, right? Because he's just, he's just kind of negative, right? Or that person you know that you just know when you're around them, things are going to be heavy and depressing. And, and you, if we're honest, we don't exactly rush to be around that person. But it also works the opposite way. I, I have a friend, I, I saw him this past week down in Phoenix, and and I just really enjoy being around him. He, he has like invincible hope, you know, that he's always joyful and 
hopeful even when we're talking about serious topics. And, and, and every time I walk away from him, from conversations, I, I just feel better. I just, he leaves a positive mark on my life. And so the human person, intrinsic to who we are, leaves a mark wherever we go. And so the question is, what kind of mark do I want to leave? What kind of flavor or mood do I want to impart? Mother Teresa battled interior spiritual desolation as well as outward physical poverty for many, many years. But everywhere she went, people experienced joy. People experienced love. And so it doesn't mean that she always felt good, but she was rooted in the Lord that she had the Lord's love or the Lord's mark in her life. And so it was (coughs) spread through her. Galatians 5.22 says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, generosity, faithfulness, and self-control. That any goodness that came out from her was really from the Lord. That, that you and I, if we want to mark the world for good, it will only be because we're rooted in the one who is good. That when we're rooted in him, that, that his light, his salt permeates us. And it changes our flavor. And we can choose to participate with this. It's, it's, part, of a, it's part of a mindset. Uh, you ever hear the quote, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You ever hear that quote? Whether you think you can, it's you know, your sixth grade English teacher, thought she was, you know. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. That we actually have the freedom to choose how we want to affect the world. And I think this is where evangelization begins, you know? Like, sometimes here at the Newman Center, we're like, okay, we want to invite students on the retreat. And it's like, okay, I want to invite this person to the retreat, but I don't know if they're going to say yes. And I was like, well, hold on. That's how it works. You don't know the answer until you ask them. But, but you need to, let's give them a reason to say yes. Is this the only time we talk to the person when we want something from them? Or do we walk up to them or walk into class and say, hey, how are you? Hey, um, how's it going? You were telling me about your roommate you know, troubles. How's that going? Or in, in your family member that you were telling me is sick, how, how are they doing? And, and I, I said some prayers earlier today for them. That that we can actually communicate a lot of care, a lot of love, even without you know, directly saying, hey, you should become Catholic, or uh, you should make Jesus the center of your life. Like we, maybe that's good to say at some point. But just the way we live our lives, the way we treat people allows his light to shine. It allows people to notice that, that you and I, we're, we're different. Inevitably, there's, when people become Catholic, they point to people around them that were different. This person just had something, a love, a light that, that I wanted. 
And so as Catholics, there's certain things that, that mark us, right? That even in the world, our, our charity, that the largest social organization in the world, you could say, is the Catholic Church. That Flagstaff food, Family Food Center was started by Catholics. That St. Vincent de Paul, it's in the name, it's Catholic, you know? Catholic Charities. Those are the largest organizations that help people here in Flagstaff. And I think we can be proud about that and then maybe examine our own conscience and say, how am I adding to that? How am I allowing the love of Christ to, to move me to make a difference in the world in a very tangible way? The prophet Isaiah kind of calls this out a little bit today. And he encourages us, share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed. You know, And then when you call on God, he's going to answer you. But if, but if we don't do these things, it, the implication is maybe God, <laughs> that we who have not helped the poor will also ourselves cry out and not be heard. I, that's not how our God works, but, but we're called to be his presence, to be his love in the world. That oftentimes people will feel the effects of charity and generosity and, and experience God's love through you and I. This weekend has been chosen partially because of the readings, but to talk about the charity and development appeal for the Diocese of Phoenix. And we'll, we'll show a video at the end of Mass. That's what the little envelopes on the chairs are and things. And it's, it's a way, it's actually something good. It's good. I feel good knowing that in our diocese, there are a lot of organizations that are doing a lot of great work on the front lines. Like I, my job is to be here. I can't be walking down the street trying to meet every homeless person. But I do care about them. And, and have, you, have you noticed, like when I go to Phoenix now, even this past week, I just feel like there's more homeless people than ever before. And I just like, wow. Like that, I don't know who this person is or their name or their story, but gosh, that's got to be hard. And so it feels, I want to do something to help them. And, I, and so what I do is I donate money to the diocesan charity and development appeal so that I know that they'll receive food, but they'll also receive love and, and a recognition of their human dignity. And I do those things not because I have to, but because the love of Christ impels me. That, that, that I want this world to be marked for good. I, I want this world to be left better because I was in it. I want, I, want, I want the people I live with, I want their lives to be improved because I was their roommate. I want this campus and this university to be a better place because I was here. That I, I was here to, to give and to bless and not just like take or something. That, that's what the love of Christ moves us to do, is to give all that what the world needs more than anything is, is love. I, I saw some quotes today from Pope St. John Paul XXIII that I'd like to share with you. St. John XXIII, that is. Uh, I get it through this email thing. One of my favorite emails is Church Pop. If you don't know what that is, you can look it up. It's a little like, I think it's like encouraging and positive Catholic news every day um, in bite size. It's like popcorn. It's like, um, so... But today was 10 quotes from Pope St. John the 23rd, and I'll just read four of them. But it's, it's things that he would say to himself every day when he got up. 
So here's four of them. He says, one, only for today, I will seek to live the live long day positively without wishing to solve the problems of my life all at once. I'm going to seek to live positively. Two, only for today. So tomorrow we'll deal with tomorrow. Today, only for today, I will take the greatest care of my appearance. I will dress modestly. I will not raise my voice. I will be courteous in my behavior. I will not criticize anyone. I will not claim to improve or to discipline anyone except myself. What I like about that is when, when we, that, that I can make a difference in the world by not criticizing, by being courteous. Uh, three, only for today, I will do one good deed and not tell anyone about it. And, and the last one I thought that stood out for me was, only for today, I will do at least one thing I do not like doing. And if my feelings are hurt, I will make sure that no one notices. Last, repeat that one. I kind of like that one. Only for today, I will do at least one thing I do not like doing. And if my feelings are hurt, I will make sure that no one notices. We affect the world and the people around us just by being human. We are salt. And what the Lord invites us to do, the question to ask ourselves is, what kind of salt do we want to be? How do we want to be seasoned by him and to be his salt, his love, his light in the world?